Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's Pastor John here with this week's 10 at 10. Man, it's a beautiful day today. Um, uh, Hopefully it's going to warm up a little bit. I like it. I like it warmer than cold. I'm not a cold person. I don't know if you if you're one of the people that you like the cold. I do not like the cold. Uh, I want warm. I want I like it. I don't like it, you know, crazy hot, but I'd I'd rather take hot than 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 cold. So anyways, um, I'm excited about today. I want to share with you some things that I feel like God speaking to me. There's a number of things, you know, uh, that as you just wait on the Lord and make time uh, to to listen to Him, He'll speak to you, and then He'll confirm His Word into your life. And, uh, uh, you know, if you're, um, you know, if you're struggling with hearing God or you're struggling with, you know, focus and, and to hear Him, then I just encourage you to make time, create time, Get your Bible out. Create time. Start reading the Word of God, uh, and don't don't be distracted. Be focused and and get into the Word of God. Uh, this morning we're going to be in the Word in Luke chapter ten. So if you got your Bible out, uh, go to Luke chapter ten, and I want to share with you something that I feel like you know God just gave me a reminder of. I'm so thankful for the reminders of God. You know. Um, I need reminders all the time, and, and I'm so thankful when the Holy Spirit reminds us of things that He's, he's spoken to us, and and it just it really it really helps. Um, man, Mother's Day was great. It was good to be with y'all on Mother's Day. I hope you enjoyed uh, the teaching. It's hard to teach on the Lord's Prayer because uh, I want to break down so much stuff uh, that that is vitally important, but just didn't have time. But it was a good day, and. And uh, and so moms all over the place, I hope you had a great weekend. Hope everybody treated you like they should with honor and respect and with love. Uh, so, uh, hey, I had somebody ask me a question about, you know, th- do you have to wear a mask coming to church? And no, you don't. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't, you, you, you know, we trust you to use your best judgment. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It's it's up to you. And so I just want to make that clear. Sometimes people ask me, you know, about that. And, um, and, and somebody asked about assigned seating. Like if you, if you register, which, you know, has been helping us out, you know, when you do that, uh, we're not going to do that long-term, you know, we're working on a plan of coming, you know, out of that. But, uh, right now it really helps us, you know, when you, when you register. So, um, but, it doesn't mean it's assigned seating. You come sit wherever you want and, and get here early if you want a certain seat. Get here early because um, we've been filling up. And so uh, if you want if you want a specific seat, if you're picky about that, then get here early. Remember, we start we start off with, um, you know, a welcome and then teaching. We do teaching and then we do worship and ministry time. So a lot of other churches do worship time first and then teaching. We do teaching first and then we worship and minister one to another in response to the word. So I want to look at Luke chapter 
10. Uh, Luke chapter 10, uh, the whole chapter is really good, but the uh, I know I say that all the time, but this was actually, Luke chapter 10 was the first Bible study that I ever taught uh, in a, when, when Faith Center first started. It was in Mike and Debbie Smith's home. We were doing a Bible study, and it was the first night that um, I felt like God said, you know, we were just gathering as a group of people having Bible study, and I felt like God spoke and, and said, this needs to become a church, and they need a pastor. And so I, I said that one one night, and the very and kind of made a decision and, and a declaration that this little group is no longer just going to be a hangout group; it's going to be a, a, a church. And um, the and the very next week is when I came, and the very first teaching that I taught under Faith Center was Luke chapter 10 about being sent out as kingdom ambassadors, you know, and so it's a really good chapter. I want to focus on when, when after Jesus sent them out as kingdom ambassadors, what he did when they came back and they gave their report of like their missionary journey. So I want you to look in Luke chapter 10, starting verse 17. I've got 10 minutes on the clock. So I want to pray, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your mercy and for your grace. God, you are good and your mercy endures forever. We trust you. We honor you. We thank you for your rule and your reign in our life. You are Lord. There is no other. And we thank you that you give us the grace to obey you and serve you, walk in truth, and you guard us against deception and delusion of flesh and of spirit and of whatever. God, we thank you that you lead us in the way that we should go by your word and open up your word today. Holy Spirit, give us the ability to hear, see, understand, and obey your word and show us what we need to know in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, a few mornings ago, I was sitting there just reading and um, and and praying and actually just being still, you know, before him, which is a good practice to get into y'all. You know, I, I'm, you need to be reading the Bible. You need to be studying the Bible. You need to be praying, worshiping, but also sit still and just listen with a listening heart. And, um, and as I was doing that, he, he brought me to this scripture. And so I'm going to read in Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 17. So, uh, then the 70 returned the 70, or your Bible might say 72, returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, for nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So uh, a few things I just want to point out to you about this, the scripture, the, the 70 or the 72 who were sent out as kingdom agents, ninja ambassadors for Christ, were sent out on these mission trips to go represent Christ and preach the kingdom of God has come, repent, and the kingdom of God is, is near. Uh, when they came back, you know, he had given them authority over, over um, sickness and disease. They were casting out demons. They were healing people. They were delivering people, signs, wonders, and miracles. It was just an incredible time. And 
When they came back, they were full of joy. See, that's what real ministry should be about. When you know that the Spirit of God is empowering you, even through difficult times, at the end of the day, if the Spirit of God is ministering through you, there is a joy about it. There should be a joy. So they returned with joy and said, Lord, they were like, Jesus, even the demons are subject to us in your name. See, and and then he says, you know, when Jesus responds to that, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And man, I've heard this preached so many times. And I, I've, it just, it's a pet peeve of mine when people preach this. Uh, the, the normal traditional way I've heard people share this is that Jesus was rebuking them for their pride and saying, oh, don't get prideful because Satan, when Satan was prideful and he got all you know, prideful and cocky and all that kind of stuff. I saw him fall like lightning from heaven. I saw him fall when he got prideful. So you need to be careful because you might fall, you know, and like Jesus, people teach this like Jesus was rebuking them for being prideful and like trying to remind them that, hey, all that's not important. The important thing is that you're saved and you're going to heaven. And and that's not what he's saying here, y'all. He's not rebuking them because of their pride. He's rejoicing with them. He's rejoicing with them. We have a Lord who rejoices w- with us when we walk in submission and obedience to his name. They weren't saying like we're awesome and we're special. They were saying, Lord, your name is awesome and your name is special and the demons are subject to us in your name. And so I love that the Passion Translation says this in a way that that I think better captures what he's saying here, because I think it's twofold. I think there's two things that that can be applied, is Jesus is talking about, that's right, y'all, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning, um, meaning he's fallen, and I saw him fall. He has no power. He has no authority. I remember when power was taken from him. He has no power. He has no authority, and he could be referencing that, but I think what's, what's really interesting is And what probably is taking place here is Jesus is saying, that's right, y'all, when you were out ministering, when you were over there, you know, casting out demons, when you were over there healing the sick, I saw Satan's dominion and power falling. I saw him falling from the heavenly realms, not heaven like the third heaven, meaning the the, the heaven that we all know, like the throne of God and the, the, the city of our God, but but the heavenly realm, like being being thrown down, meaning I, I saw you as you were ministering, uh, dethroning the enemy and and pulling him down. Like I saw the re, the supernatural result of the use of your of your delegated authority in my name. And and so he's rejoicing with them about it. And he's saying, look, the demons are subject to you. And the other point about this is, well, see, just with that, I want you to know, in Christ, you have authority. You have authority over all the power of the enemy. You have authority over, in Jesus' name, you have authority over all the power of the enemy. So when you sin and when you disobey God, it's not that God hates you. It's not that God's mad at you. What you do is you give up your authority. When you sin and you disobey God, you give an open door for the enemy to work into your life. You give an open door for the enemy to come in and start messing with you in different areas. He has no power. He has no authority. But when we disobey God and when we open up to the powers of darkness, we give him a foothold a place to trip us up. And we don't need to do that. We need to walk in our authority. We need to walk it. See, obedience is walking in your authority with God. 
Worship is walking in your authority with God. And so as you walk in your authority with God, he gives you that authority to put Satan under your feet in Jesus' name. Not in your name, because there's nothing powerful about your name. But in Jesus' name, you have power and authority. And that's why Jesus, when he was being tempted by, with the devil, he took the authority that he had in God uh, with the, the Spirit of the Father in him and using the Word of God, the, the Word of the King, the Word of the Kingdom, the authority of the King, the authority of the Kingdom in the Word, and he began to declare with authority the Word of God. And, and then he finally said, Satan, get behind me. You know, we would say it, Satan, get behind me in Jesus' name. Um, and he would just say, Satan, get behind me. And so taking authority over the enemy, you got to talk back to the devil. You got to say what God says. Don't say what the enemy says. Don't say what you're feeling. Don't say what Pookie and them are saying. Don't say what nobody else is saying. You say what God says. You say God's word. It doesn't matter what you feel. doesn't matter what you see. doesn't matter what's been done to you. It doesn't matter what you've done. Even if you're repenting of sin, you confess your sin, you repent, and then you say what God says. You say God's word. You declare God's word over your life. That's where the authority is. And you have authority in Jesus' name over all the power of the enemy so that nothing, I love this, man, I love this, so that nothing will by any means hurt you. That word, that phrasing for hurt you speaks to injustice. So something that was an injustice. See, the, the, the justice, you know, a lot of people want social justice. The greatest justice is not social justice. The greatest justice is sovereign justice, divine justice. And what we want is sovereign justice to become a social justice. We don't want to try to take social justice and elevate it to a sovereign place, a divine place. That's idolatry. That's sin. We want to take the, the authority of the Lord and have the authority of and the love and the, the heartbeat of Christ to go into all the earth and go into all the world. And so that's sovereign justice being released. And so if you walk in obedience and you walk with the heart of the Lord, um, then nothing shall, no injustice done to you will ultimately hurt you. No injustice, people will deceive you, they'll lie to you, but nothing shall by any means hurt you, meaning the enemy's strategy and how he uses people to abuse other people, that strategy of the injustice of the powers of darkness that try to divide and try to confuse and they try to condemn and they try to do all that, those injustices, even though they might be a reality and a, and a pressure and a pain in your life, it will not ultimately hurt you if you keep your trust in the Lord, because there's more to this life than this life. So somebody takes your life. You're a believer. You're a disciple of Christ. Somebody takes your life. They do it injustice and they take your life. They just sent you home. They just sent you home. It, nothing shall by any means hurt you. And that's the hope that we have in Jesus. And we have authority. We have authority over injustice. We have authority over that so that we can walk in, in the justice of God and we can walk in the power of God. We can walk in the peace of God, walking in the grace that empowers us for obedience to take authority in the name of Jesus. So if you have been hurt and other people have hurt you, get your eyes off of the hurt and magnify the Lord. 
Magnify the Lord. Don't put your focus on your emotions. Don't put your focus on on your your what you feel, think, or what you want. Put your focus on Him. Submit submit your emotions. Submit your body. Submit your ears and your eyes and your mouth, your mind, everything to the Lord and thank Him. Thank Him because there's more to this life than this life. And even though people may have deceived you and lied to you and hurt you, uh, Jacob said about Laban in, in, in Genesis 31, and I know my timer went off, but I'm going to finish this. Genesis 31, I think it's um, verse 7 or verse 17, right, right in there. Uh, Jacob was saying that Laban, his father-in-law, had changed his wages, has deceived him and changed his wages 10 times. So lying to him and deceiving him 10 different times changed his wages. But then he said this, but God did not allow it to hurt me. So people may hurt you. People may, people may harm you, but it really won't hurt you because the sovereign justice of God will overwhelm the injustice that people do. And so that's the power that we have in Jesus' name. We have authority over the enemy because our names are written in heaven, which tells us there's more to this life than this life. This place is not our home. We, we come from another world. And in Jesus, uh, that's where we're going to be forever. Actually, a new heaven and a new earth. So I want to pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for anyone who's watching who is suffering in any kind of pain or injustice that has been done to them. God, help them look at the promise. Help them look to you and to the promise of your word, the promise of your presence, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You are ever-present help in times of trouble. And help us focus on your sovereign justice that will right every wrong. Make the crooked place straight. Bring the healing oil of the Lord to, to heal us of every pain and redeem us of every offense. We trust you. We don't need vengeance. We trust you, God. We trust you to let your sovereign justice um, win and prevail. And so we honor you and we thank you for giving us authority over all the power of the enemy that nothing shall by any means hurt us. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.